most summer to everybody yes. in, in the uh, and belated uh, Mother's Day. Belated Mother's Day. Or it is behind us now. It is. And I did not spend this Mother's Day with my mother because she's stuck in Florida. Stuck in Florida. Well, actually, they, they're free now. They are as of they're today. They're free, but they can't come here. They can't. They're not allowed here. Still. Still. Is that because of lockdown, or what's that? Why is that? Why is that? Uh, they were. Well, the biggest problem is, is my parents are old, and oh. uh, you know, driving straight through is a bit beyond them at this point. So you'd have to stay at a hotel, and there, you know, hotels are kind of still kind of wonky and. Even beyond that, I think they're paranoid about staying in hotels because mm-hmm. they don't think the hotels are cleaning Clean up enough, well yeah. enough and blah, blah, blah. Of course, they seem to have no problem when they were staying at hotels that probably had bed bugs. Yeah, and, and other disgusting in items sun. in there. Right. And like I told my mother, I said, all you have to do is take a black light with you, mother, and then you yes, can see everything. Yeah. The entire room will be a lit right. with, with pleasurables of the 20 <laughs> and 18, 19-year-olds who... You know, and she's like, "You're sick." I'm like, it's "You're the, the one sleeping there." It's I'm the <laughs> truth. It's the exact <laughs> truth, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, man. So uh, we're still we're still in lockdown, and uh, as of Friday at 5 p.m., we'll still be in lockdown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Safer at home now. Is that what they're saying? Yes. Safer at home. So we can legally do what we're doing right now. Oh, <laughs> can we? I d- I don't know. I don't I know, know what we're allowed He's to just do. Larry Hogan, the jackass. When people realize in a month from now, when it's all <laughs> gone. And they realized, wait a second, this followed the same trend as the 2003 SARS virus, which is about 80% the same, mm-hmm. um, and has literally followed the same seasonal flu pattern. Yeah, we fucked up. Of course, I think people are realizing we fucked up anyway. I, I think that they realized that we fucked up like three weeks ago. Uh, and yeah. and the problem is, is that you, as a politician, you can't backtrack. You can't un the virgin you know what i mean it's it's yeah. done it's it's over it's over the hymen has been punctured right so it, so no now you're just trying to find the best way to way to escape prolong the bullshit that you've created prolong your political career well that's what i'm saying it's like what you know you have to he's literally doing you know pr stunts and stuff like that to yeah. to make oh, himself look good so that if he decides to continue to have a you know a, a career a career which is over after this uh he he's, he can he can talk about how great he was during yeah, this you know i i don't think he was either i mean yeah. the whole i'm going to run for president thing was a joke to begin with yeah he really was and no, honestly vote for that blimp uh, I don't, I, you know, maybe if he fakes cancer oh, again. Act, well, act. I'm not saying he faked it the first time. Allegedly. I, I, I don't, Allegedly. I don't, I don't believe he actually faked it the first time, but I'm saying if he were to fake it, like a relapse. Yeah, or something. Perhaps he might get sympathy votes. Whatever. But He's beyond right. that, I don't know what kind of career he would have yeah. at well, this point. Except there's plenty of morons out there that'll still vote for him. Yes, there are. In Maryland. We're friends with some of them. That's okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, <laughs> redmaryland.com. <laughs> um, it's Maryland Podcast Month here. Yes. Um, I'm sure some of you have been locked away at home to protect you from this, as Log- as Larry Hogan's lockdown, Larry says, deadly virus. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, well, that is a true statement. Yeah, if you're like 84, 
Well, it's still a true statement. Dangerous virus. Any virus is dangerous. Yep, exactly my point. And deadly. I mean, 90% of them can be deadly if not treated. If not treated. Uh, Not all of them, but most of them. Like black gonorrhea. So we... um, we are getting ready for our second summer of blockbusters coming up here. Yeah, because this is the only place that you'll get any blockbusters yes. this summer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Every movie has already been postponed to I, 2021. Really? Has most movies been postponed? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, every big release. I mean, Christ, uh, the Black Widow movie was supposed to be out already. Jeez, can you believe They I, pushed it back to September, and now they're pushing it back to next year. What a, It's a lost year. It yeah. literally is a lost year. He-Man is getting pushed back to 2021 or 2022. Unbelievable. Um, like, everything that I looked at was pushed back to 2021. Man, uh, every movie that I knew was good. Like, the one um, that was supposed to be out in April, the Mutant, the New Mutants. Yeah. That was supposed to be out in April. That got pushed back to next year. Mm-hmm. Everything. Every everything. big, like... Release. Release was right. pushed back to next year. Right. Now all we're getting, because like the big deal was, oh well, you'll be able to watch them at home, and the big deal, and and what we're getting right now is Scoob. Now I love Scooby Doo, but I don't really want to spend twenty dollars to watch, watch a Scoob. to watch a uh, Scooby Doo cartoon. Yeah, so so we're kind of getting like the non blockbusters. Yes, like the, all like, the like secondary the, movies. The secondary movies are coming out, and they're going to be ones. And those are the ones that they've been releasing, dude. Yes. I mean, since since this started, like Blood Bloodshot mm-hmm. was the last big like movie that kind of came out. They had that, and then they had The Invisible Man, and both of them hit the week before the pandemic okay. really started shutting down the theaters. And now at this point, there's just nothing. Nothing. Nothing's coming out anymore. Okay. Uh, I did finally watch something on Disney Plus. What'd you watch? Princess uh, Bride? No, I've seen that a million times. I watched uh, the the new Star Wars finally. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, it came out. Did you see go to the theaters to see Yeah, that? I saw it in the theaters. I enjoyed it in the theaters. Uh, I didn't like The Last Jedi. That's right. And you, I refused to you watch refused it to again. refused to watch it again, so that came um, out on Disney Plus. But the, the new one came out on Disney Plus... Uh, Pretty much the same time it came out on everything else. Like, they pushed it right to Disney+. Plus. I, yeah. I guess that was supposed to be a selling point. Um, that's that's it, though. That's uh, it, though. They, they said that there are still one or two Marvel shows going to Disney+, Plus, but I don't know enough about them yet. Like, right. the, uh, the Fury show is supposed to be going to Disney+, Plus, uh-huh. but as far as I know, the... Captain America and the Winter Soldier show is going, going to, to Hulu. Hulu. Like so on this, so let's finish up with Maryland Podcast Month. Make oh, sure I'm to go sorry. to Maryland. It's okay. That's why I'm here. I'm the captain. MarylandPodcastMonth.com. Uh, it'll be the rest of May. This comes out the third week of May. So, uh, yes, uh, lots of great shows. Also want to promote Brian's new podcast, uh, The Duck Pin, TheDuckPin.com. It won't just be about politics. It'll also be about um, oh, it is a podcast. I uh, thought it was just a I review think segment. I think he's doing a podcast too. Maybe it's just a website. Well, his website podcast. He said he was going to do a podcast. Oh, actually. okay. Um, and of course, uh, we want to congratulate Greg Klein on his new Oktoberfest adventure. Um, coming to a a, a town near you. Um, if you want to book, get ahead of your bookings. Um, 
for your Oktoberfest. He comes to the blow up tent, wears Lederhosen's, and brings uh, his own beer and, and an accordion. Will represent anybody who drives home drunk. Exactly. From the event. He, he will. He will represent you if you do happen to drive home drunk from that event. Yeah. But it's it's a self fulfilling uh, prophecy, I, I believe. It's hey hey he, it's <laughs> he's he's controlling. He what, remember remember when you learned this in like basic economics back yeah. in high school. This is this is what we call vertical integration. You're controlling all parts of that specific industry. Yep. Yeah. So, so you're creating your own clientele. Yes. And that, that's what you're doing. To the point where I believe he may actually start giving away alcohol if there's not enough reciprocal work coming he in. He may. He may. He may two for one. Something along like that. You know, shooters discounts mm-hmm. all over the place. Yes. For every you know beer. That you get every stein of beer, you get three shots. Three shots. But you have to take the shots first. And he may or may not call the police. <laughs> <laughs> he may or may not call the police right. as he watches you leave. Oh, probably will not. <laughs> I, I, I mean, legally speaking, he will. Legally, he'll tell you you shouldn't be driving, and then give you a card and the key and your keys. <laughs> your keys. <laughs> He'll fish him out of the that punch bowl you put him in when you arrive. You know that you're not supposed to drink and drive. With your one phone call, <laughs> and I, my cell phone will be on all night. And a koozie <laughs> with a <laughs> beer <laughs> and a koozie, and a koozie <laughs> with his number on it, <laughs> and a full beer. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, get your tickets now. Get your tickets now. Um, Anything to say about um, when we watched Lonnie Pit? It was a really good episode. It was a really good episode. I said that. Uh, as far as the it's content, it's a movie that I like. I feel like we're getting back. We're getting back In, to what we had. The magic's back. A little bit, yeah. I mean, there's I, a couple, couple, couple shows that we did to just for like, you know, being inside all the fucking time. I think that's part of it, and yeah. I think we were also getting more linear with the movies than we were with the actual review. Yes. Uh, so, so that's okay. You know, we definitely got back into that Which last we'll week. We'll be doing a lot of that today. We'll, be, we'll definitely be getting into a movie today. Okay. Whatever yeah. you want to do, buddy. <laughs> no, it's this not. This is your movie, and, is, and, and I have my opinions, and I'm hoping <laughs> to hear yours. One of, my, one of my all-time favorite movies. Yes. We are celebrating the 20th anniversary of said movie. Yes. We're talking about Sir Ridley Scott's 2000 action packed gladiator right starring russell crowe uh-huh. um and i'm i want to send out a viewer or sorry not a viewer a listener warning right now you're about to hear a bunch of homophobic jokes from paul he's about to make a, a lot of innuendos about how i'm a homosexual for liking this movie i don't think so you don't think so why would i say that you're a homosexual because you like a movie i don't know that's what you're planning though no, that was never the plan. Well, I kind of literally swung, I swung in a miss on that one. <laughs> I literally was hoping that you watched the movie with a critical eye, which I did. Right, it, basically not with nostalgia. It wasn't. See, uh, it wasn't with nostalgia because okay. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest. I, it's still one of my favorite movies, no matter what. I just, okay. I just, I just love the movie. But our job here, unless you're Paul watching Pet Cemetery is to watch our movies that we pick with a critical eye. Yep. No favoritism at all. 
And God knows I don't that, we, that we I believe that's your your we, job. <laughs> we have completely destroyed movies that we love. Except for Raiders of the Lost Ark, which I defended to the end. Yeah. Um Oh Christ, by the way. What? There's an Indy five coming. Huh? Indiana Jones five. Is Ford capable of making a movie yes, by Indiana Jones? Yes, I mean, there's he's another gonna, fucking Indiana Jones. Is he gonna Jones be like the Undertaker, movie. like wrestling? Like just, we'll just standing there and fucked <sighs> up? Did you watch I don't Undertaker, know, the first thing of the Undertaker? Document? No, I haven't. Fantastic. I I'm telling you, it it's really, really good. I'll, I might watch it. I don't know. I, I think I donate enough of my time to wrestling at this point that, you know, it's hard to watch more documentaries on fucking wrestling. Well, if you want to listen to a wrestling podcast slash chat, make sure you check out duckpin.com. Oh, Coming yeah. in June. Okay. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to look for it. So... You were saying about the movies that we destroyed. We've destroyed pretty much every movie we've watched, even the good ones. I don't know. I, I think there's been a couple love fests. Jaws? Jaws is a love fest. Uh, fucking uh, I'm Going to Get You Sucker was a love fest. Yeah. I, there's a couple of them out there that we just – there's no way to really – Yeah. You, I'm trying to think – You have our nostalgia, plus you have a movie that just had very few flaws. I mean, we try to point out the flaws. Uh-huh. In these movies, but they're, you know, some of them are just, they are what they are. They are what they are, yeah. Um, you know, and if there are people that aren't going to like them, I'm, I can't say that they're universally liked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to get you, Sucker, as a perfect example. It's not universally liked, but right. it, there's nothing really wrong with it. There is nothing wrong with it, right? So. But you'll you'll pick apart this. And I, 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 did, I did try to watch Gladiator with a, with a keen eye for... Just, just to be fair, just to be fair, and as someone like me who enjoys history, yes, you know, when I was watching it, when I was, she was a senior in college then. I was just out there. I was probably drunk. I don't know when I went to the theaters there, so cool in Raleigh. Um, watching it here, it's like I kind of watch with a historical eye. It's like, oh, it's not exactly like Commodus. Historically, it wasn't very accurate at all. I mean, the, the, the communists did bring back the uh, the gladiators, and he did die. Actually, Marcus Aurelius kept the gladiators going. There was never a shutdown. Oh, I thought there was a shutdown, no, but uh, he he died as a gladiator. But he fought every day. But mostly, he wasn't fighting other gladiators. He was fighting animals. From what I understand. Correct. And we'll go over we'll go over shit like that. But you yeah, you're you're right. The way he died was well, we'll get to that. But Okay. But um we didn't do that whole fucking well, fuck it. We'll do the segment next time with Jaws. We're doing Jaws right next. Remember your your segment where you go about town and you do oh. different things? Well you know? the, the like problem how the jiffy how the jiffy lube It didn't go well. What happened? Apparently the wires got crossed and, and you know I was standing there inside, and people would drive by, and as soon as they left the parking lot, they were getting pulled over by the police. So it was a horrible, oh, horrible the thing. Whole stay at home. You're supposed to only go. Yeah, it was non-essential nesc- travel yes. apparently, and uh, yes. I think at least 26 people got arrested. Well, did anything happen? But I don't know if those 26 people have anything to do with this, and I will not claim any responsibility. So I have to stop going okay. to locations for a little while. Oh, the Glenburn Jiffy Lube, right? That was the Mountain Road Jiffy Lube. Oh, the Mountain Road Jiffy Lube. Was where I was at. So they were coming out of that parking lot, the Food Lion parking lot, oh. and just getting pulled over immediately. It was almost like the police were 
listening to the show and waiting for people to show up. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Well, we didn't never told them to come see you, right? No. You, you no, just said no. you were there. I just said that's where I would be. Hmm. I didn't get arrested. I guess it's the power of being a celebrity. That's right. <laughs> we're in that we're we're in that level right now. Yeah. We are the the, the J level celebrities. <laughs> the J level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Podcast superstars. Ah, uh, so um oh, and our next movie, Jaws 3. 3, yes. Yeah, Jaws we decided 3. to skip Jaws 2 because we realized that Jaws 2 was essentially a dumbed-down version of Jaws 1. Yes, it, it really was. It you was know, essentially the same movie, just... Not as good. Yeah. and You, you take out the Indianapolis story, and, and suddenly <laughs> it's just not quite as good. Bunch of people go out in the sea, get attacked by a shark. Somebody kills shark. <laughs> Shark is no more. 185 people go into the water. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So let's let's talk about Gladiator. All right. It, so this is the is it the first time we've done Russell Crowe? Yes. So this is what they got. I, honestly, I'm not a Russell Crowe fan, and huh? I can't think of many movies that he's done. He was really big for like five years. <laughs> Right, he right. was huge for five. Like he did this, and then he did that one where he was a professor. Beautiful or some mind, bullshit. yeah, per, yeah. Beautiful mind. That one with um, what's her name? The Meg Ryan. Uh, what's that called? It's like uh, the hostage movie. Oh, here we go. Thanks, guys. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye, bye. Love your outfit. <laughs> it's great. Love your outfit, guys. Be Thank you. Be careful going upstairs. Have some popcorn. Um, uh, proof of life. Proof of life. You probably I don't remember it was like, that. I one. think it was two thousand one. Because it was like. Two is he the one? Is Crow the one that does all those uh, Olympus Down and all those? Is that Crow <sighs> that, that, or is that somebody else? That's the dude who did uh, was Leonidas in three hundred. Oh, what's okay. his name? I can't find. Yeah, I can't remember either. Um, but yeah, Russell Crowe was like big for five years. Oh, he did um, Master and Commander. Didn't see it. It's like Mika hates that movie. Mika, it, I had no interest. It, it seemed boring. It was. I mean, I don't know that it was because I didn't see it, but it, it looked. I'll boring. be honest. It was really fucking dull. Mm. But I only. I mean, the other issue that I had with it was it was up for. Best movie under the Academy Awards, so that generally leads me to believe that it it's shit. Shit movie. They were supposed right. to do a whole series of movies about Master Man because it was a famous book a series of books. Oh, okay. But they well, didn't. then that wouldn't have worked because I, I I probably had just finished watching all the Horatio, uh, what's it, Horatio Hornblower or whatever the hell his name was. I don't know. They, they had a whole series on BBC. I oh, really? Yeah, yeah I can't remember. It was years ago at this point. But Mika hates that movie so much. I mean, she despises that movie. That whenever it's on, I'll just watch it just because I know she hates it. Oh, <laughs> Even though I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I just enjoy seeing her. But I, I, you've listed like five, six movies now. Uh, I've seen one of them. No, two. I did see Beautiful Mind. Beautiful Mind, yeah. And that was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't any better or worse than the uh, uh, the uh, Apple movie. Uh, fucking, 
American Beauty? No, 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 no. The other one. It was worse than American Beauty. Uh, shit. The Apple. The one with Robin Williams and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Oh, uh, Town of Mr. Ripley? No, no. Uh, the one that Affleck and Damon made. Oh. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. It's basically the same kind of movie. Yeah. Robin uh, Hood, he did Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. That was... The good not year? the good one, though. I don't... You know, oh, you know what movie he was in that was fantastic? What? Was L.A. Confidential. That was a damn good movie. You know, I don't know that I ever saw it. You've never seen L.A. Confidential? I don't think I have. Wow. And I don't know why. It was one of those movies that I wanted to see yeah. and just never got around it's to a, it. It's a no-hour movie. Yeah, it looks we'll, like perfectly we'll, inside my we'll wheelhouse. We'll do it. We'll do it this summer. We'll definitely do it. It's such a good movie. It's and it, But he, he's not like one of the... He's one of the primary actors, but it's more of an that ensemble Because that was Basinger, cast. and uh, is Spacey in that, too? Spacey's in that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I seem to remember a really big cast. He's in a um, lot of fucking movies. Jeez. A lot of it. I'm, I'm getting down to... Yeah, but, he, uh, did, he did Brawl Boys. Yeah, Blood I mean... Blood is thicker that? than... I don't, I don't know what that is. Hammers and an Anvil. A Turtle Odyssey. I don't know what that is. Well, he did like a lot of these like women artsy like Winter's Tale. I mean, he's the star of this film, okay? Yes. But I don't think he is even remotely close to the best actor in this film. Um but may have been Man of Steel. He was a Man of Steel. He <laughs> may have played the role the role that he was playing, he may have played a best it's hard to explain. Hard to explain. Joaquin Phoenix is a better actor. Yes. In general. Yes. Okay? But in this particular movie, Russell Crowe plays the part that he's supposed to play Absolutely. Better, better than Joaquin Phoenix plays Wow. the uh, Caesar in this. Really? You yes. Don't th- wow. I was very disappointed with Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Well, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll definitely talk about that. <clears throat> because wow. I generally like him. He's it's very few movies where he's not mm-hmm. very good. And I've liked him all the way back to uh, uh the 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 uh Nicole Kidman movie, um To Kill For or To Die, I'll for. die for. To Remember, Die we For. Saw not to Kill For. To die we for. saw it in the theaters together. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. I think so at least. No, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's you know, and that's Pamela Smart, right? Yes, yeah. the early 90s. Right, and I've, I've watched like so many damn documentaries or other versions of the Pamela Smart story at this point in time, but To Die For is still That's when, uh, great. Uh, it's by far. Nicole Kidman was smoking back then. Yeah, um, she had it for a little while, <laughs> you know. But like all women, it, she, she lost it. I guess, man. I, I don't know. I still there's older women that I can find well, very we, attractive. We covered that. If you want to cover, if you want to listen about Paul's antics with older women, yes, especially older women who are B movie stars. Oh uh, yeah, listen to the last episode because we covered that in the first uh, first hour. Did we? Yeah, we talked about it. Okay, great. But uh, all I meant was I uh, I can find older women attractive, but there it seems like the ones that get super turbo hot disappear very quickly to me. Yeah. 
I think I can see that. I guess it's what do they say that the torch that burns the brightest burns out the quickest yeah. or something like yeah. that. I mean, and that's kind of the problem with a lot, you know, and I guess that's the problem with Hollywood in general. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go down that avenue, but I don't really want to today. Oh, uh, you know, what's wrong with with Hollywood? Mm. Like we've said a, at least a dozen times, there are a lot of really beautiful women that get in movies that can't act for shit. They can't act for, for shit. And the ones that can act, unfortunately, never seem to get the major roles because they don't have the superstar looks. Mm-hmm. Um, There's some exceptions. There are exceptions, obviously. I'm, we never talk in absolutes. Mm-hmm. But it happens so often. Mm-hmm. And you you kind of overlook those things when you're watching the movies. And then you go back years later after a couple bombs and you're like, let me go watch this movie with, uh, what's that Transformer chick in it? Megan Fox, which I oh. always thought she was a horrible actress. Jeez, but she's like, disappeared. She, well, she shit all over uh, the Transformers director. Oh, Russell and, Bay? Oh, and uh, Michael Bay. Michael and Bay. That problem there is the Michael Bay about. is making half the goddamn movies. <laughs> you know, he's producing half the movies that come out right now. So, so yeah. <laughs> your career is going to disappear right right quickly if you piss on Michael Bay or what's the other dude, the Star Wars dude, um, the little Jewish guy. Oh, um, Abrams. Abrams, J.J. Yeah. Abrams. Yeah. You you shit on one of those guys and you're not going to get a lot of roles currently because no, no. they seem to be, you know, directing or producing just about everything that comes you're, out. You're going to quickly find yourself on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right there with Steven Spielberg's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so a little background on this movie. So screenwriter David Franzoni, who wrote Amistad, um, ended up signing a three-picture deal with DreamWorks. DreamWorks was new around this time. Okay. And that was uh, Spielberg's company. So he pitched this idea to Spielberg, and Spielberg only had three questions for him. He's like, is it non-American? He said, Yes. Does it take place in the ancient Colosseum? Yes. Are they fighting with swords and animals? Yes. And he gave the picture. And he had okay. to do it. Those three questions will get you a, a movie. A with movie. Steven Spielberg. With Steven Spielberg. Uh, so a couple other people tried out for the parts. Uh, Jude Law tested for Commodus. Okay. I could see that. Jennifer Lopez tested out for Lucille. Now, neither one of the women in this were huge actresses. Yeah, Connie, Connie Nielsen. I mean, I don't. I couldn't place them. No, I, she was on. I don't know. I don't even. know. I'm sure they were in other movies. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I just, I didn't place them, which generally means they weren't like super Superstars duper stars around this time, 2000s. Or I don't know, like late 90s, early 2000s. You know, I don't yeah. Know. Even the king, uh, the the Caesar, the first Caesar. Uh, Marcus Aurelius. Yes. He was a bigger star. I believe star. he was an English Yeah, uh, that's what happens when you, when you have these movies. You always got that, like, random English actor you'd never heard of, but he was, like, a famous in the 70s. Well, that, and you've seen him in a million damn things. Yeah. Like, and, and they always show up. Uh, King Richard from um, uh, Braveheart was oh. another one of those English actors that have been in a billion damn things. Yeah. So, 
couldn't name any of them, but <laughs> you know he's been in, in a million things. Remember, I remember then this movie being promoted the hell out of on WWF during this time. They promoted the living shit out of this movie. Was this what, what was the relationship? Something with Kurt Angle. I don't recall what it was, but something with Kurt Angle. For those at home, keeping track of. I don't remember. Our affinity towards wrestling. So we start off with like your, I do, let me tell you, I do like the music in this movie. You mean the track? Yes, Zimmer was sued for it apparently. Why? Uh, he apparently, a little plagiarism going oh. on there. I mean, it wasn't bad. No, it was fine. It, 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 a lot of times it was, it definitely helped the, the story. Yes. So, you have, you know, you start off with a and then the then and like the Star Wars type, you know, setting it up the stage in 100 AD, Marcus Aurelius, who is awesome, um, is exterminating the last of the Germanic tribes. If you look back at history, Germanic tribes really screwed over sometimes in history. Oh yeah, I mean completely screwed over. So they introduce you that way. Then you're starting off in this like this this forest area, where you see Russell Crowe as Maximus. Get, I mean, there's a massive troop gathering. Of course, they do have artillery. Like, you see these catapults and these, um, like, these trebuchets that really aren't supposed to be there. They're more for sieges. They're not really for this type of warfare. So that was one of the inaccuracies. Yeah, it would make more sense for that. Yeah, so uh, so he's going through, checking on his men. And he talks to his uh, general, uh, Quintus. Well, you have this. What is this? This was the promos for WrestleMania 21. Oh. Really? Yeah, remember, WrestleMania 21 was the Hollywood, uh, the one that was in Hollywood, and they did all these different movies. Um... They, they did a whole bunch of different movies with uh, wrestlers. So, like, this one was Stone Cold. I don't remember oh, why it was cold, you know, oh, yeah. what Kurt Angle had to do with anything. But, I don't know. Uh, Stone Cold did uh, Gladiator. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember any of the other ones off the top of my head. I remember a couple of them being pretty funny, though. Yeah. Um, so... He talks to Quintus saying that uh, they sent this scout out to this dramatic, the last of dramatic tribes. Like, what's, what's going on here? He hasn't come back for two hours. And next thing you know, you see the scout coming back. Headless. Headless. The, yeah. headless, the headless horseman. The Maximus. I didn't think it was a scout. I thought he was going to basically well, ask them to step yeah, to like, stand down. Like, a, like an emissary. Right. Stand down or we're going to eliminate you. Right. He comes back headless. No head. Yeah, thus the whole conversation about... Uh, you know, some people just don't know when they're beaten. Yeah. People should know when they're conquered. What do you want this? What I? And then he asked, would you? He says, on my sign, this is one of the biggest, the biggest verses in the entire movie, Unleash Hell. Yeah, As um, the, it was the uh, in the opening of uh, our show, not aggressive. Oh, principle. that's right. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. We used to have that, and then we played uh, Bread Fan. 
That's right. Yeah. So uh, so eventually there's so you see the German tribe come out the big the big German uh, king there with the head of the emissary and eventually it's a great fight scene. It's a fantastic fight scene. And I don't agree with that either. The music either, but is go ahead. great. No, the music's great. Yes. No, go ahead. Why is it not a good fight scene? It, it's the same problem I have with every fight scene. And, uh, it's too tame. Too tame. So you want it to be more barbaric. I want it to be more braveheart, and it's oh, not. Oh, it's not. The biggest problem problem I have with this movie from start to finish is it's just a watered-down version of Braveheart from start to finish. Almost every single piece of this is Braveheart over again. They just gave it a different backstory is all they did. Mm -hmm. I mean, Braveheart, he's away, he comes back and falls in love, right? At the same time, the English are are running the, the country you know, it's the evil people running the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kill his wife, mm-hmm. uh, which is what gets him involved in the battle, whereas, you know, Russell Crowe didn't really want to be involved. You know, he just wanted to go home to his wife. Mm-hmm. So they kill his wife and kid, and now suddenly he's all up on revenge and resetting the mm-hmm. the republic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's the same basic story, except it's a watered-down version of it. Okay, well. The, the fighting isn't as good. The uh, the one-liners that you were talking about, like, you know, let's unleash hell. You know, you look at that versus the Braveheart ones, and, and I don't think they stand up. This is just where my critique begins with Gladiator. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's just this is – you knew before we started this that I hated Gladiator. I know, I know and I'll, I'm prepared for it. I'm prepared. And, and the problem is, is every single pe- – as I'm watching it, I'm like – Okay, I can. I was making correlations between shit that happened in this movie mm-hmm. to shit that happened in Braveheart. Okay, you know almost every piece of it, even like the sister who he's in love with, mm-hmm. you know, is in love with Russell Crowe. You know, in Braveheart, you know the 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 princess who's supposed to be getting married to the prince is in love with. Uh, 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 Mike, Mel Gibson. I don't think I mean, Tolkien er- could follow you right now, but okay, I keep going. What are you talking no, about? No, nobody knows what you're talking about right now. Dude, okay, Caesar's sister, who yes. Caesar is in love with. Lucille. Okay, Yes. is in love with Russell Crowe. Yes. Okay, the princess, who is representative of the English government, uh-huh. even though she's French, is in love with Mel Gibson. But it's different. It's not different. There how is, a, is it there, different? There is a. There's. It's very different, Paul. And let me explain to you how. <sighs> okay. Lucilla and Maximus had a previous relationship. Yes, I understand that. That's way different. That's way how, different. How is it way different? It shows you how tight they were, as they were growing older. Whereas the French didn't like what position she was, and she was almost getting back at her old man. That the famous fr- actor the, guy. <laughs> the French. The French. The French princess. The French. Was all willing to be married to the English prince, but then he was French. gay as shit. So, uh, you know, that tended to lead her to look for dick somewhere else, okay? I mean, I, I'm not, you know, <laughs> let's let's not sugarcoat it. The guy was well, you just gay did. as hell. <laughs> what do you mean I just did? You're talking about the gays. I said you just sugarcoat it. I said you just did because, you know, never mind. He's queer as fuck. Oh, boy. This is going to be one of those. I thought the fight scene was extraordinary. 
I think it's the best fight scene in the movie. I disagree. Um, because this is a war scene. This is a okay. battle. And a totally different dynamic. You got shit. There's going different dynamics all sure. over the place. He's going, you know. Honestly, I, sort I, I do think I like the scene where they're going um, against the. Oh shit! The trib- not the tributaries. What, what are the Battle of Carthage? Yeah, the, the one the where they're in the chariots. Yeah, it's a fantastic fight scene. That one is probably my favorite fight scene. It's in the, the movie. best to me. That's the best arena fight in the entire. There because there's four one. There's four arena fights. In the entire movie. Yeah, and and it just seems like, you know, it. Go ahead. You sure? I'm just thinking about the how the fights go. Like, you know, he it, it was an impossible odds fight. Uh, it, you know, the 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 Carthage the Car Carthage Carthage Carth. Now you're Carthaginians. Doing it. Thank you. The Carthaginians <laughs> was supposed to be an impossible <laughs> battle that they win. Yes. But then after that, when he knows it's Maximus, then it's kind of like, okay, let's like just keep laying it on thicker and thicker <laughs> so that he'll fail. And ugh, I, I just whatever. Dude. I did have I, a pr- I did have a problem with that. I thought there should have been another fight between the Battle of Carthage. Yeah. And when he fought um, Titus. I think it should have been more of a build-up towards that. They should have removed one of the fights from uh, Zuckera mm-hmm. and put that fight because it would have built up him like Titus is the tiger fight, right? Yes. Okay, and the, the Titus fight, I you know what bothered me about the Titus fight? Mm-hmm. It reminded me too much of um, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome with the uh, the oh god, what the hell was his name? Earl. No, dude. You know who I'm talking about. He's like the little retarded guy in yes. the mask. Let's not use that type of language. He was retarded. You know, he is mentally... Um, mentally... Uh, retarded? No, no. He's mentally... You know you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We got that he's a, mentally uh, retarded. All right, all right. Listen. He's differently abled in the mind. Okay, there you go. <laughs> There we he, go. I can't remember. It was uh, my, my what the fuck was his name in that? I, I, I keep thinking like Fender Bender, but I know that's not it. It's something no. like that, though. No, that's what you call it. Minder, Minder, something. Minder, Doctor Mindbender. There you go. No, right, let's get on with this movie. We're still in the fucking like beginning here. Are we? Yeah, we are. We're in the beginning of the movie. Okay. We haven't even. We've got discussed it. the entire movie already. We have. I know. I'm just like, if you want to watch Gladiator, just go ahead and watch Braveheart. Apparently. Yeah, it was a much better movie. Two different centuries, but who the hell cares, right? It doesn't matter. It's the same Actually, fucking movie. Two different millennia. I'm sorry. It's and not honestly, the same movie. It's not the same honestly, movie. they're not that far off from Robin Hood, for Christ's sakes. They're slightly different. There they're are, all the same there, fucking dude, tropes. Dude, there's five stories, and in, in, there are five stories, period, ever. Five stories. All right. I could tell you a story right now that doesn't fall into any of those five. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear your nighttime stories. See, I there don't you go. Hear. I don't want to hear. There goes your fucking five stories. Number six is a doozy. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Speaking of Pornhub, <laughs> so so they eventually beat the piss out of this great music, just savage them. Oh yeah, dude, they just, kick their just ass. Kick that. <laughs> no chance at all. Yep. If you actually, I mean, let me tell the, the listener here. It, all kidding aside. I encourage you to go back and look what the Romans did to the Germans, especially, I mean, the Celts in general. Mm-hmm. What they did, if, if you want to bitch about slavery, 
Look at what the Romans did to them. Well, it wasn't just them. The Romans also had other slaves. Yes, but I mean the Jews. The I'm telling you specifically. I mean they treat the Celts like shit. Oh sure. In people are you are, looking for an argument? I completely no, agree with no, you. No, I'm just trying to be educational. Oh okay. I it, didn't know that that was part of the show. It is. <laughs> We're talking <laughs> to fucking Michael. <laughs> what do you think it is? Um, educational. But uh, Maximus. Um, and that I hate the fucking name. God, I hate everything about this movie. I hate every fucking thing about this. I hate his fucking name, Maximus. Maximus doesn't really exist in real life. No, he he was a conglomeration of multiple characters that were kind of pieced together. He and was he was a conglomeration of uh, Tartinius Paternus, commander of the Roman forces, who actually. Uh, had battles against the Germanic tribes in 179 AD, a year before this. Narcissus, the wrestler who actually killed Commodus. Yeah. And Tiberius Claudius Pompinius, who came from a humble background in Syria and became a favorite general of Marcus Aurelius, marrying his daughter, Lucilla, who actually exists, just like yeah. Commodus. So we get to the war. We it's are not like, I, I do want to say that I, did, I didn't just watch the movie. I did look into I'm all the stuff for you. you Good. I'm glad you did. And I'm sure you were like, just like Braveheart. That guy's no, just like dude, Braveheart. I literally like Braveheart. completely tried to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I tried to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't. I enjoyed it. Uh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoy it. It's not for everyone. <laughs> I'm that one guy who doesn't <laughs> like, I'm going to get you sucker, I guess. But in this case, it's Gladiator. What do you think of the next scene? When you see Joaquin Phoenix, Commodus, and Lucille played by um, uh, Connie Nelson in in the wagon coming up, and you see Commodus just (laughs) right off the bat just scheming. (laughs) Just yeah, just an asshole. He he is, and yeah, I agree. So. Um, so they come to a stop as they're talking about, you know, his father's getting old, Marcus, the uh, crazy guy. Was Marcus Realist Dumbledore in Harry Potter, the actor? It might have been. I, I couldn't. I know I know who the king was, but I can't remember. We should do a Harry Potter movie. Oh, please don't. <laughs> if you're going to do a Harry Potter movie, you got to do one of the later ones because the first ones were so god-awful. We'll do the first one. Oh, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> There's I'm, so I'm, many other I'm goddamn do, movies. I'm not doing it. There's so many other fucking <laughs> movies to do. I'm doing Gladiator for Christ's sake. I know. It's like Griffiths, man. What, like the entire group was getting on Griffiths about coronavirus, and he says he's not talking to us about it anymore. Five minutes later, he's texting us about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just uh, since you reminded me there, it's uh, the... Eleventh, eleven week anniversary of the text of the text. Over and over again, the text heard round the world. I almost he he released that article today. Oh yeah, yeah. And the, <laughs> that you retweeted, and I swear to God, I'm like, I <laughs> typed it out. Good job, <laughs> sugar tits. <laughs> and then I deleted it because I'm like, <laughs> what if somebody actually sees this? <laughs> You actually had your finger on the mouse button. You're like, 
I wanted want to, to send. I want to. I wanted to send it, and I, I couldn't. I want to send. I don't this. want to ruin whatever chances he has to get on the the board. Yes. I mean, he's he's a, he's a smart guy. He knows what he's talking about. For you know, it, it just you know, it doesn't matter. His sexuality shouldn't play into it at all. I agree. I agree. Just listen to the top of this part, maybe. So, um, so they they get out and Commodus looks around. You see, you really see the totality of war and how like big the battlefield is. I thought that was pretty pretty accurate on their behalf. He's like he's at the front of the line. We're still sending you know troops back back here, and that's how it was. That how that's how it was in modern times too. The battlefield, the theater of war, was much bigger than people realize. Whereas Maximus' work of fiction, Commodus, and Lucille are not. Um, in, in 182 AD, Commodus survived an assassination attempt by his sister Lucille. He gradually became even more a megalomaniac, which is correct in this movie. Yeah, he was the Harry Potter. Even renaming Rome Colonia Commodina. Colonia Commodus. Oh, Jesus. He was eventually strangled to death by a champion wrestler named Narcissus, who had been hired by Commodus' advisors. That happens a lot in Roman history. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you go back and look at what the, especially the Praetorian Guards were in this for a little bit. I mean, the Praetorian Guard were, for a time, these Caesars. If the Caesar, I mean, there was a time, I think it was like 12 Caesars die within two years. And they were all killed by the Praetorian Guards. Caesars went out in bad ways, man. You Most be, of them were dicks. You want, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, a, like our governor. Power <laughs> corrupts. You become a dick. He was the first Dumbledore. I know he was <laughs> replaced after he died. Richard Harris. Richard Harris. Yeah. He kind of actually looks like I imagine you would look in like thirty years. Huh. You know when he's getting on the horse in the next scene, his hair, his hair like all over the place. It looks like he played King Arthur in Camelot, nineteen sixty-seven. I've never seen that one. I did see Excalibur, which I thought was a great movie as well. Early eighties. I, I I'm not sure if I've seen it. It's it's a very um, earthy. Dirty movie. Kind of like, uh, I keep thinking Red Sonja, but what was Red Sonja's original movie? The Schwarzenegger one. Conan. Conan the Barbarian or the Warlord? Conan the Barbarian was very dirty. Yeah, you know, like grimy. Yeah. That, that, like, you know, that just... Is a very gritty, like gritty, every. Yes. You're, you're watching it. You you can imagine that they actually filmed it in a desert because yeah. it, you think that the dirt got into the, the fucking up their assholes. Yeah, I mean you could see it. You could you see could it see. on the screens. Yes, everything got scratched up from the fucking windstorms and everything else. Yes. I mean it, that's how you know. I can't imagine them going back and just like digitally remastering those films because it might even take <laughs> away from it. I thought you were gonna say I can't go. Imagine going back and wiping. <laughs> it's like sandpaper for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Is there a bidet here? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! It's it's that it's that movie. Um, so I was saying, uh, so Commodus eventually um, arrives, saying, "Have I missed it? <laughs> Have I missed the battles?" <laughs> oh God! <laughs> like a chicken shit. Um, and during this time, Marcus is also asking uh, Maximus, like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? He's like, I just want to get back fucking home. The hell what, which other... He reminded me of somebody else in that in that part, but I can't replace... I can't remember what movie it is where the guy's always, like, the tough guy, but 
he always never he never fights and he's I don't know. The problem I have with, with What are you talking about? I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm That's why I'm backing off of it because yeah, I can't remember you're just the fucking movie. Already screwing up already. I'm not screwing up. I, I just can't remember. I said I can't. Whenever you are remember. poised to attack the movies that I enjoy, I notice one thing. What? It is a steady steady decline into the madness of your own mind. That you can't you're so angry about the movie you can't even get out the words or the thoughts. And it backfires on you. Because I don't... Because I it happened so before. Remember I know. I know. Jones? I know. And you know what I need to do? I need to fucking take notes. Okay? <laughs> and I don't fucking take notes because of what happened with Con, uh, Con Air. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I start taking fucking notes and the next thing I know I have a 12-page fucking <laughs> yeah, written report. Dissertation. <laughs> Get I, your PhD in Con Air. I could have gotten... <laughs> What's your doc, Dr. Paul Drogas, PhD in Connor? Connor. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to give a four hour speech on the mental profiles of all the serial killers. Of every fucking character uh, in the goddamn uh. movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's two people in the audience <laughs> as you walk around. It's called the soliloquy <laughs> of Cyrus the Virus. <laughs> Jeez, that's why I don't take notes, motherfucker. Because you get too caught up in it. I know, and then I just come here and I have all this shit in my head, and then I forget <laughs> all the, just the details. And I, I trip over your tongue. Yep. <laughs> Fuck it. I still Speak, remember, sir. Raiders of Lost Ark last year. You were so ready to get it all out, and it just, just. It just all got jumbled by the time it came out, and well, I didn't care either. Because at the end, you just recognize it was a good movie. <laughs> I never said I hated Raiders no, of the Lost Ark. I, I just you're just gonna shit on me. You're trying to shit on me because dude, I never said I did not like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I always said I like Temple of Doom more. That's okay, the only okay. thing I said. There was like a good two months where I just pulverized you in the shows. Remember that? I'm sure you did, Jimmy. Whatever. Yeah, I I, I seem to recall that <laughs> now that you mention it. Star Wars. I, I felt like <laughs> Iron you know, Man. Let me give him this. <laughs> Because of the beatings that he took for years oh. when we were younger. Oh, and the Geo Metro. So I'll just, I'll just the fucking The only beatings take I took from you guys was the no shocks and the Geo Metro in the back seat and the constant secondhand smoke that I had to breathe in and then being seen with you guys in bowling alleys as Henry had those Doc Martens and those fucking socks he wore all the way up to his thighs that were striped. The Marilyn Manson shirts. Dude, you took a beating back then. No, I didn't. A harsh no, beating. No, I didn't. You really did. I said, my spine took a beating. Okay. My coccyx took a beating as well. Uh-huh. Where are we? I don't care. <laughs> we're Oh, we're at the part where uh, uh, <laughs> Commodore 64 <laughs> shows up. And this is where you really see that Marcus Aurelius really loves Maximus as his own son. Yeah. And doesn't give a shit about Commodus. Yep. Now, they didn't get Commodus wrong in terms of the time frame here. He was the son of Marcus Aurelius, who is a very actually famous Caesar, if you look back at Roman history. Um, he was only 18 at the time of his death. Commodus is described as a tall, muscular, and blonde. He traded on gladiatorial comment and boasted 620 victories, according to his own writing, but most of those were by practices. Um Though, but he was actually a bigger asshole. He was a bigger asshole than he was in the movies. Oh, I could believe it or not. Imagine. He was a pompous prick who, for fun, 
he killed like exotic animals in his backyard or something, and he also killed like paraplegics and people who were injured from war. He mm. bring them in the courtyard and he's killing. He's a dickhead. Well, I said you said, I mean, you brought up Claudius a few, no Tiberius. Okay. No Caligula. I'm sorry. Caligula. You brought up Caligula. Um, Caligula and and see that's when you compare when you look at Caesars. Mm. And you look at what Caligula did, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to look at anybody else and say they, they've they reached that level. It just, debauchery. The debauchery <laughs> that Caligula w- was involved with was just so beyond everything that it, and, and because it was, you know, McDowell doing the role, that takes it even fucking farther, dude. And it... it, it that's that's why I don't think any other Caesar ever really lives up to Caligula. I just don't in any of these movies. Yeah. I mean, because you're watching this movie and you know what they're going for. They're going for the lecherous brother who's in love with the sister yeah. and he's trying to corner. But they, at no point in time do you feel like he's really in charge until the very, very end. And yeah. at that point, he's still not. He doesn't. He's in law, He's lost it at that point. Yeah, he's lost. He hasn't. You know, where is he? Just taking her. It doesn't happen. You, you see what I'm saying? It's just. I'm not merciful. Well, I, and I those lines. Great. Those lines were actually really good. Yes. I really enjoyed his. You know, am I not merciful? And and uh, are you? Even the Are You Not Entertained role uh, yes. from Russell Crowe, those true. are actually very good lines. But I think the problem I have with Commodore, Commodus, <laughs> I keep thinking Commodore 64, I'm sorry. That's okay. But the, the problem I have with Commodus is that he is every bad trope thrown into one character, and it's difficult to really get a feeling for the character himself. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, he's he's a badass, but he's a pussy. Yeah. Because he's, you know, you can literally see how he could fight off, like, a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, he's supposed to be strong, but he's a pussy. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be, uh, you know, like, lecherous, but then he always just takes it to a point and then stops then because stops. he's scared of it or because there's morality. I You can't really fucking tell what is pulling the character back, and Maybe that's the big fucking problem I have well, let me, let me with say this. the character. Let me say this. Maybe it's because he is genuinely in love with his sister. Yeah. And just like any evil person, there is a just a little bit of compassion, just a little bit. I would, that's what makes a great villain. I guess that you always can, that you can, cu- but that was the problem, though. You know, he never forced her because he loved her. He wanted her to love him. He wanted her to love him. I get that. You know, that's what, but that's what makes a great villain, Paul. Like, the, the typical just destroy everything villain is boring. Villains can, look at Thanos. Great villain. He made the first. I agree. He made the first Infinity War. Whereas in second Infinity more, more sucked the cock, big old fat cock. No, yeah, I mean, Last Avenger sucked the cock. It was terrible. I don't think it was terrible, but it, it was wasn't great. Horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> okay, whatever. Let's get to the celebration. 
So after the war, after the battle, they've conquered everything. We're introduced. They have these big, elaborate tents set up in the battlefield, and they're all drinking wine like Italians do, probably reaching around each other because you know there's no, no women. They've been around. They've been. I mean, these wars, these these wars lasted for, I should say, campaigns lasted for years. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of returning home. I, I mean, there wasn't a tour of duty. They lasted years. Yeah. I mean, Caesar was gone for years. Julius, I should say. Julius Caesar was gone for years. So we were introduced to Commodus. He's talking to a few of the senators who are still around, even though it's an empire. It's not, it's not a republic at this point, even though Rome was found a republic. Commodus, as you see him playing the seeds of, you know, he's still, he's, he wants to take charge. And his whole idea is he's going to, you know, he's hearing whispers that they want to return to the republic. And he's like, that's silly. It's stupid. And, of course, you have the senators who are also assholes in this entire movie. Yeah. They're lecherous assholes. They are very difficult. Very, very difficult. Even Bracus like. is an asshole. He's, you know, a self-righteous asshole in this movie. Which the one is he? Quote, unquote, good senator. You know, the one who was part of the conspiracy to take down. The, the older Trump. guy? Yeah. I didn't even think. I thought he was a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm just saying he was the only somewhat, but he was still a shit. Yeah, they were all. They were all horrible. Yeah, they were all horrible people. And they had no power at all. You know, they just, they were just elected officials who didn't do shit. Because the empire, the wow, emperor. I've heard of that. <laughs> oh, lockdown. So, you know, and, and, and of course Maximus comes in. And, and back then, uh, it was a little bit different. Because, well, I shouldn't say a little bit different. Because that's how it is now. The, the army, whoever controlled the army had loyalty to essentially the general. I mean, that's how Julius Caesar took control. His army for his campaign out in Spain was loyal to him because he was a good general. You know, he took care of them. So that's why you have the senators, and that's when there's an innuendo. It's like, you know, we'll be a, what do you think, Maximus? When it's your, you know, when it's my time, what are you going to do? He's like, you know, I leave politics out of this shit. He's like, well, the army behind you. And that's when you get the sense that, okay, if, if, Maximus is controlling this army. He could be a political force and determine the future of Rome. I agree. Okay. Uh, then you see the father-son talk between uh, Maximus and Marcus. As Marcus Aurelius realizes time's coming and he's reflecting, you know, what? Tyrant? Merciful? And then that's when he finally reveals to Maximus, you know what? I ain't giving it to Commodus. He ain't a good name. He's big as a dick. You know, I want this to play. I want Rome to return to the people, and I want you to be that guardian for when the senator is ready to take over. Rome is going to be republic. Now, the real Maximus, I mean, uh, Marcus Aurelius, Aurelius, probably not true. Not true. No, No, there was never any talks of returning the, the empire to... A republic. Being a republic. That, that is By then, they would have been falling apart. Yes. I mean, most of Rome would have, you know, they conquered everything, but then almost as soon as they finished conquering everything, they started losing, losing. everything it was as like, well. It was like if the stock market would go down, then it would go up. I mean, it depends on the leadership because, you know, you eventually, <coughs> had, you know, you had Hadrian, so. You know. Yeah, but Rome at that point had gotten so old that everything was starting to fucking fall apart. Yeah. You know, they they were the most advanced civilization of the time. Yes. But if you don't maintain that shit, 
eventually the aqueducts are going to break down. The yes. you know everything's going to start breaking down. Which it does. I mean, there are the dark ages eventually, so. where technology actually takes big step backwards. If you look what Rome did, and you look at what happens, and you have serfs and the fucking uh, the, the, the the you know the the the, uh, the manners and and and, and, and the, the whatever lords and shit. Yes. You know, that was a backwards type time. You know, they didn't have the irrigation and shit, you know? I'm down. Okay. But what what is what I do what I like is he's like trying essentially naming Maxim of his son, and that was kind of a practice of, of Caesars from time to time. The first time you saw that was when Julius named um his nephew Octavian, who eventually became Augustus Caesar. Who was alive? Who was the Caesar? I believe when Jesus was born. Following morning, you see uh, Maximus runs into Lucilla, and there's you get the innuendo of the relationship between them two. That was another issue I kind of had, though. Sure. This was right. taking place according to the be- the the thing at the beginning. This yes. was taking place at about 180 A.D. Correct. So the majority of Rome at this point would have been Catholic or Christian. They were heading that direction. Um, they were still also, there was still a large, and, and that's something that was brought up in, a, in just a, in a second here. Um, uh, some of them were still worshiping like Mithril. I'm, um, I'm not saying that they were all. No, but they. But, but they, there should have been a vast majority of was, Romans. There was a prevalence, definitely. <laughs> and it doesn't appear really in it, this movie at all. It, it doesn't. <clears throat> it, it, it really doesn't. And I, I mean, mean I, I didn't have a problem with that per but se, I, but I did see it, and I was like, well, I, I will say this, though. If you look at one of the cutout scenes. I didn't see deleted scenes. Okay, one, one of the, it's one of the cutout scenes was them feeding Christians to lions in the Colosseum. So they did have that, and there was a re- and that, this was something I watched like 15 years ago when that DVD over there. Oh, okay. Um, but they, there was a reason why they cut it out. I think it was because they didn't want to go too much in that direction to make a political statement. They just wanted to go. And I don't think it's a political statement as much as, you know, just a reality I would think situation. that Caesar himself would be against the religion. Oh, yeah, right now, absolutely. He's as much God. as, yeah. you, you know, as versely as the people right. were for the religion. Right. So, but I, I would think that the religion would be prevalent, especially in the Senate. And right. and there just didn't seem to be any of that in this movie at no, all, which not. I found kind of interesting. There's not. There's not. Um, so we're going to wrap this up in a second. Okay. So we'll get to the part where uh, Marcus Aurelius informs Commodus that Maximus is going to take over, and that's when you see this scene that Commodus is like, I have, I have virtues too. There are many forms of courage, devotion to my family, to you. But none of my virtues won your list. Even then, it was as if you didn't want me for your son. Commodus, you go too far. I searched the faces of the gods for ways to please you. To make you proud, one kind word, one full hug. You must make your chest and help me tight. But 
have been like the sum of my heart for a thousand years. What is this enemy you hate so much? All I've ever wanted was to live up to Caesar. Father. Commodus? Your false as a son is my failure as a father. But he's just totally devastated. Yeah, I, I found that it, I found it very mm-hmm. interesting that that Marcus Aurelius just really thought that Commodus was going to be okay with this. He's just <laughs> like, yeah, he'll just yeah. do whatever I tell him. Uh, come back here, knowing like all the backstabbing. You know happened, he's a piece of shit. You know he's a piece That's of shit. That's why you don't want him to take yeah. over. Yeah, you think yeah. you have some bodyguards yeah. there? You know, I would think so. Yeah, you'd have. Some, I agree. I agree because you know in the, in the in the history of Rome, the Caesars, power, <laughs> fucking family's been killing each other for the past. 200, 300 years. They literally were, <laughs> they aren't killing their parents. They're, they're killing their kids yeah. just to make yeah. sure they can hold power a little longer. They fuck them and then they kill them. <laughs> then they fuck their dog and kill the dog too. Pretty much. Um, so, so uh, Commodus kills his old man. That's when Quintus shows up to wake up uh, Maximus and tells him that Marcus is dead. And that's when Maximus realized, motherfucker. Commodus killed him. He goes to his friend, the Scar, his like his little squire, the Scar. Like, you know, get ready. And that's when Quintus comes in. Um, he's like, that wasn't smart to ignore Commodus because Commodus adds him to kiss the ring, and Maximus like he was murdered. Mm-hmm. But then Quintus, who just like that, turns his back on Maximus, which would not have happened. Yeah, I, I found that would hard not have to believe as well. No way in hell. So he orders the Praetorian Guards, which is really odd as well because the Praetorian Guards were separate than the army. Praetorian Guards were like the Secret Service. Yeah, yeah, this is the I, SS. And so I was like, what the fuck is this? That does, that does, I'll give you that. That doesn't make sense. So Praetorian Guards take, and I love this scene. I love this scene. And uh, that's when they take out Maximus. They ride him out to dawn, and uh, they're about to execute him. And that's when he's like, yeah, I want a clean death. And this is something that you just brought up. He's, he prays to a god. Doesn't real, you know, he sounds like he's praying to, you know, Jesus, Heavenly Father. I, I definitely, I, I don't think it, it was definitely not that, though, because he had that whole little scene with the candles and the, mm-hmm. all that shit. You could tell it was some other. It was probably Mithra. Yeah, Mithras, I, don't, I don't know much Mithras. about that at all. Mithras. I gotta be careful because Greg Klein is really in the Roman history as well, and he's one of those guys that if he gets something wrong, yeah, I'm, he gives I, you a lecture for twenty minutes about how he won't wrong. give me a lecture because I don't care. I know you don't care, but he loves you nonetheless. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. So uh, as they try to give him a clean death, Maximus just—I love this fight scene—just obliterates all of them. It's a good scene. My favorite part though is when uh, he's like Praetorian. And the guy was bird watching or something. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you 
looking at, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then the one scene where the sword just goes flying. But that was cool. But uh, anyway, we are at the end of the hour. A little bit over the hour. Yeah. So we've laid the groundwork for Maximus. He is a well, general. This is definitely the first, uh, almost the end of the first act. The f- yeah, the first act. That's I mean, the, the first act really ends in the next scene where he goes home. Goes home, yes. So, I mean, why don't we just finish up through there right, and then we'll stop there because then we go into the second act. So basically, right after this scene where he takes out, you know, the five guys, the five guys, Praetorians, you know, who he, are trained, right? He steals two horses, steals two horses, yes. And because, of course, he's he's traveling all the way back from oh. northern Germania yeah, at we that also, point. But we also uh, missed a part when uh, before he was arrested, he tells Quintus to take care of his family. Yes, and Quintus says they'll be joining you. Yeah, in the afterlife, which you know he, how how dickish is that man? I, Seriously, what a what a guy, <laughs> what a guy. When the tables are turned, he bends over, and later in the movie, when the tables are turned as well, yeah, he like he has a, a kind. I tell you what though, what I personally saw as the most brutal scene in the entire movie was the next scene where oh. he's traveling home. And the, I guess it's supposed to be the Praetorian Guard again. Yes. Uh, comes up to the house to kill them. Yes. And literally just, just runs over, runs over his his son. Like, yeah. just runs him over. And then kills Ridley Scott's wife. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, okay. So, oh. you have mail. Sorry. Uh, and kills his wife. So, yeah, the Praetorian, the Praetorian Guard show up, torch his entire farm. And as he's riding home, and like, I believe salted the land, salted the yeah, the ad, yeah, so so makes the the <laughs> land no good for growing crops. Yeah, Le- leaves the chickens out. But as this happens, like Russell Crowe, Maximus has like a vision of this happening. So he races back, and he sees his boy, well, the feet of his boy and his wife hanging in his farm. I guess burnt alive. Burnt alive. Everything is just torched. That's what it looked like. Yeah, it was bad, bad. I mean, they never really show it, so no. you just assume that he's Dead. they've been maybe not alive, but at least burnt. Yeah. Um. They he says that they were crucified, but you don't see you that don't, either. You don't see that either. They're, I think they're too close to be crucified because they're hanging. You know, you don't see the the body. It looks like they're just hanging yeah. to me as well. Yeah. Uh, so, but you know, later in the movie, he does say that they were crucified. Yeah. So uh, then that's where you know he just. He buries breaks them. Breaks down. Yeah, he breaks bang. down. He buries them, and then he's just kind of like laying there, yeah. ready to, just waiting for death. Yeah, more or less. And that's kind of where the first act comes to a that's close. That's when the first come act. So, uh, with that being said, uh, next week we'll be back with the second part of Gladiator. Uh, make sure to join uh, us on MarylandPodcastMonth.com as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. I Heart Radio, all that shit. Um, and, uh, yeah, we will be back next week with part two of Gladiator.